Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the J&J Sportscast with me, your host, James. And your co-host, Joseph. So, okay, the first topic on our schedule today is the NFL schedule and scores from week 11. So, we're going to cover, mostly today, we're going to cover the Chiefs versus Rams game. I mean, why not? It was almost the best game in all of football. Amen to that. It's definitely the best game for the season. I think It's definitely beat out the Rams versus Saints. <laughs> Because oh, yeah. the Saints just don't have a good enough defense to really compete with, to really com- really compete with the offenses. Yes, it was it was an amazing game. There was a lot of lean changes. Both quarterbacks looked amazing. Actually, the entire the, both offenses are were they they amazing. lit up the defenses. Yeah, I don't know if the coaches Randy Reid and Sean McVay were just like, okay, you guys forget defense. We just want to get our offense on the field so we can outscore these guys. I don't know if that's what they were thinking, but it kind of seemed like it. I'm just going to hope for their sakes their defense is not really that bad. <laughs> but, yeah, I defense did not do a lot. 51 to, or it was like 54 to 51, I think was the final score. It was ridiculous. Everybody, everybody's had, everybody that was a factor in that game had 100 yards and multiple touchdowns. Both the quarterbacks had Crazy games. Mahomes had 478 yards with wow. six touchdowns. But add three picks to that. It was... But those two picks kind of came two out of desperation. Two picks were a desperation. It was desperation to throw it down the field. So, I think he really only had one true interception. That was just a mistake. The other two were just like, okay, I'm just going to throw the ball down the field. Hopefully, don't catch it. And Goff, so he was... He had 413 yards with four touchdowns, but no interceptions. So I think if they had traded places, the stat lines would be similar. If if, uh, if Mahomes was on the Rams and Goff was on the Chiefs, I think Mahomes would have better stats. Keep in mind, <clears throat> sorry. Keep in mind that Goff has one more year of experience than Mahomes. Yeah, I, I, uh, that's that'll, that'll give you. Look ahead to our Who's Better segment coming up later in this episode. So, Todd Gurley had only 55 yards and no touchdowns on 12 carries. So, the run game was non-existent for for the Rams, but clearly they were just trying to gut the Chiefs secondary for all they could, just bombing the ball down deep to Brandon Cooks, anybody. Anybody that was open, Brandon Cooks, Josh Reynolds, Woods, Higby, they all had... Over sixty yard games, so everybody everybody got a share of the targets. Everybody had a everybody had a great game. Uh, any highly targeted receivers had a very good game with Jared Everett having two TDs in only forty nine yards. Everybody the passing game was very well shared around by Goff. The Rams improved to ten and one. Chiefs dropped to nine and two. Tyreek Hill had 215 yards. Wow. That's quite a few yards. That's like two... On 10 receptions. Yeah, that's like two NFL fields. Yeah, that's that's 21.5 average yards on 10 receptions and two touchdowns. So if you were a Tyreek Hill owner and you started him, you should feel very happy that you did. You could probably single-handedly won your game. If he was on your bench, you should probably go someplace quiet and cry. <laughs> yeah. Travis Kelsey with 10 receptions, 127 yards, and one touchdown as well. So, and Chris Conley, two touchdowns. A lot of a lot of touchdowns were shared around by by the uh, by Patrick Mahomes' passing attack. It's 
this was an re- amazing game. Defenses looked amazing. And <clears throat> actually, defenses looked okay. But I'm willing to admit, as a big Von Miller fan, Aaron Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in football. Yeah, I mean, he just goes after quarterbacks with such He had two, er, he had two sacks in that game. And he, he was basically the X Factor. If the Rams had no Aaron Donald or Sue. You think they would have lost? They would have lost. Because there, there are two fumble there are two fumble first touchdowns, so that's take two take two touchdowns off there. Yeah. The Chiefs won by like fourteen points, then if you took two two touchdowns off. They would have won by eleven points. Yeah, they would have won by it would have been a substantial beating. Okay. So Grilly was a non factor. And I Goff looked as good as Mahomes in this game. I see I see he kept up pretty well. I think he looked better. I mean, they had about about the same touchdowns, about the same yards, but did the only the only difference was Mahomes had three interceptions and Goff had none. Yeah. But that as you said, that was out of desperation. If if the Chiefs were up in that situation, they probably would have been almost identical stat lines. Except that Mahomes had that one interception. Yeah. Definitely. The quarterbacks... Both of them were amazing. Both of them were amazing. Their usual selves. Actually, I'd say that that was even above average game for Patrick Mahomes. 478 yards and six touchdowns doesn't come easily to a pro either on like the Patriots or something. Moving on to our next NFL-related topic. Who's better, Jared Goff or Patrick Mahomes? Okay, so we actually have some stats for you guys. So Mahomes is on pace for 384 completions out of 596, 569 attempts, over 5,000 yards, 67% completion rate, 54 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions, 10 fumbles, and his quarterback rating is 83. Goff's rating right now is 76.3. With nine fumbles, nine interceptions, 38 touchdowns, and completion percentage is, is a little bit higher than Mahomes, but Mahomes has more yards. So Goff, I think, is a is a smaller, smaller at the first down kind of guy. And Mahomes is like gunsling. Let's get the ball down the field as fast as we can. So uh, yeah, that, you you notice that the Mahomes' stat line is a little bit better. It's keep like, in mind that that um, Goff has to share um share um yards with um the MVP of the season right now, Todd Gurley. Yes, he does, and if, if yeah, if you if you take away Gurley's yardage as a running, um, he would have had more yards than Mahomes. But uh, actually, Hunt had like a hundred plus yards, so that one mm. really worked. Yeah, Hums, really? uh, not Hums, Hunt, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt. He had over a hundred yards and multiple touchdowns. So I, if the Chiefs had a if Chief had a a tad better run game. Even though they had already had an amazing one, they would have won this game. Goff or Mahomes? Who do you think is better? Like if Jared Goff, he could because he had you said you said he had better stat lines. Sure, great, but they but guess what? Mahomes had a chance to drive them down the field. He threw an interception. He had a, about a minute fifty to drive down the field. He actually had two chances. With like, and he threw a pick on both of them. They were both. Not very well advised to those, but that's a typical rookie mistake. Yep, and got that's why I'm saying Goff is better right now because he has more experience. But I'd say talent wise, maybe well, it's Mahomes ceilings, may. Mahomes may have a higher ceiling, but who's better right now, Jerry Goff? Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, 
Cause Jared Goff performed well under pressure, and Mahomes didn't. I guess so, but I'd say in, in any other average situation, I'd say Mahomes is better. Like in almost every other game of the season, he surpassed 200 yards with multiple touchdowns, and Goff. Is the Super Bowl an average game? What is the Super Bowl an average game? No. Exactly. I guess so. Yeah. But, but speaking of the Super Bowl, we both think this is a Super Bowl preview. Definitely. That, but Unless be, the Patriots can find somehow. Be, be very interesting. To turn, uh, turn around their season. Yeah, they've been doing the good as the Pats usually do. So I'm going to say better right now. I'm going to say Mahomes. I'm going to say Jared Goff. Because, again, Jared Goff performed under pressure and Patrick Mahomes didn't. Now, I, I, I still agree with you that Mahomes has a higher ceiling, but better o- o- right over now. Over the season, over the season. So, like, season comparing, who's better? No, that's a, that's your that, that's your definition of who's better. But what my definition is, who's going to perform better in the huge games like this, in the Super Bowl and the playoffs? Because you can win as many games as you want in the in the regular season, and people remember you. Oh, you choked in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay, I'll change my opinion. I. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna say golf is better. But it'll be interesting to see if Mahomes can magically mature in the next couple of games of the season. Oh to, yeah. they get to the playoffs. It's, a, it's an amazing storyline. Yeah. But a little bit more mature, and Goff is going to keep maturing. He's only in his second year. Yeah, both these quarterbacks have incredibly high ceilings. Yeah, it's going to be a race to the finish line. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a race to the GOAT, too, if he can, can keep up with what they're doing. Maybe. I'm going to say Mahomes and Goff. Race for the GOAT. Mahomes might wow. might be the GOAT. I'm re- like In the future. Comparing rookie campaigns to Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes blew them out of the water. He had way more yards and a way higher quarterback rating. Yeah, I'm going to say Mahomes is the future GOAT. So if we're still doing this podcast in the next, I don't know, 20 years, I'm calling it Mahomes Mahomes is the GOAT, people. Remember that. Remember. I believe that concludes our NFL segment. We will see you guys in our next topic. Welcome to our next topic, college basketball and football. Let's start with basketball. Hand off, Joseph. All right, so we're going to start with the Maui Invitational. This this tournament has a lot of hype going in with um, three top ten teams. I'm number eight, Auburn, number three, Gonzaga, and number one, Duke. The Duke Blue Devils. Yeah, we have, a, there, we have some NBA, future NBA players here. We got... We got every team pretty much has one star player that could go to the NBA. Jaden McDaniels for South Dakota State, Taylor Hooker and Tucker for Iowa State, Woo-hoo! Ao Dosmo for Illinois, and Brandon Randall for Arizona. And then obvious Killen or not Killen Um, the Zags have Rue Hachimura, which is definitely probably a top or in the first round in the NBA draft next year. And then of course Duke. They probably have three players in the first five picks. Three so. or four. Count, not counting Zion. Not I counting know. Zion, because who would be the fourth? I don't know. I don't know. It's Duke people. They always have like four people going Trey to the Trey Jones is too small to be top five. But they probably have three in the top five. With Cam Reddish, Zion Williamson, and RJ Barrett. Yeah, I guess so. 
So yeah, Maui Invitational, the championship game I think is playing be, being played right now. Gonzaga and Duke, no surprises. We will update you in the next episode on that. At the time we're doing this, Gonzaga has opened up a big lead. Yes. Anyway, so the battle for Atlantis. I believe um let me see quit here quick. This is this this tournament is not over yet. Wisconsin was actually playing Oklahoma today. But Wait, no, that's tomorrow. Never mind. Um, Wisconsin beat Stanford today, and Oklahoma beat Florida to start the tournament I off. Can't wait for Thanksgiving tomorrow. Yes, yeah, so much food. Anyway, game food. three, <laughs> but or uh, Butler and Dayton that'll be on tonight, and then Virginia versus Middle Tennessee State will be on late. How tonight. is Butler not ranked? They're not that good this year. Hmm. Anyway, so yeah, that those are the pretty big tournaments this year. Actually, let me pull up the Advocare Invitational quick. Advocare Invitational? Advocare. One thing I hate about tournaments is they're always going to have like Maui Jam or Maui Joe or whatever it is. So there's one after sunglasses, and there's one after, I don't know, underwear or something. I don't know. But ugh, most people would make ESPN tournaments without having... Advoc- what is what even is Advocare? I don't know. Probably like insurance or something. <laughs> anyway, yeah. it, this is a little bit of a small field. We have our best team. We have no ranked teams at this point. Villanova. How was Villanova not ranked? Because they lost all their good players into the draft, and they and just they had old players last year. Oh my goodness! Oklahoma so State, Memphis, UAB, <laughs> Florida State. None of these games have actually started yet. They all start tomorrow. UAB. I they hate, hate UAB. I hate UAB. They beat the Cyclones in like a couple of years ago in the tournament. We're still pretty bitter if you can um if you can notice. Anyway, so yes, that is college basketball. College football. The top twenty five rankings were released yesterday. College basketball this year, I think I haven't really been paying attention a lot except for ISU. Which we're we're a bowl team. Yes, we are. Hacking Butler's playing on Sundays. What, what round do you think is gonna go in? Dunno, probably it's probably like first or three to five, probably. Um All right, so the college football playoff rankings. Number one, Alabama. Number guess two, who? Yeah. Guess who? Clemson. Guess then Notre Dame, Michigan. They're 11 and 0. They're hanging with the big dogs. Yep. Georgia. Speaking of big dogs, Georgia, <laughs> Oklahoma, LSU, then Washington State, which is a little bit of a surprise at eight. UFC or UCF. No surprise. I love UCF. I mean, they've been undefeated the past like thirty games or something, and they're UCF. still they're still really not in the playoff conversation. They are number nine. I love like UCF. all the teams in front of them would have to lose a lot in order for them to be. Where's ISU in that poll? Kind of, I think we're number twenty-five. Ohio State at ten, Florida at eleven, Penn State at twelve, West Virginia at thirteen, Texas at fourteen, Kentucky at fifteen, Washington at sixteen, Utah at seventeen, Mississippi State at eighteen, Northwestern at nineteen. 
Syracuse at 20, Utah State at 21, Texas A&M at 22, Boise State at 23, Pittsburgh 24, and Iowa State at 25! 25. Drop from the rank- rankings this week. Boston College and Cincinnati reject. That's kind of sad. Ohio State dropped nine places, which I am disappointed them for that. I believe that concludes our college sports topic. We will see you later. Welcome to our next topic, fantasy ads. So my fantasy ads for this week will be Marquise Goodwin and George Kittle. Both of them have been very big pieces in the uh, in the 49ers offense. And the, uh, Marquise Goodwin hasn't, he's been fairly, he's been kind of inconsistent. They'll have a really big game and just go off for like 100 yards. And the next game have like 20 points. So I... He's an ad. I think he's an ad and a bench. So I I wouldn't I wouldn't trust him as a starter, but I'd add him and then I would just keep him on there. And then if he has a really big game, then there's a good matchup going into it. I think you put him in. And George Kittle, he's been amazing. He's been he's I think he's the second ranked tight end behind um behind uh behind Zach Ertz, and he's 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 ninety eight percent owned in my league, and I. He's definitely a plug and play. He's had he's had his nine points, two points, nine, eighteen, eight, three, fifteen, five, sixteen, eight. So he's been very consistent for a tight end. He's been a very, very good, very big pass catcher in the front range offense. I think definitely my he's definitely those are definitely my two ads. All right. So my ads are Jordan Reed and Lamar Jackson. So Jordan Reed. He's like the starting. He's the starting um, tight end. Tight end for the Redskins. He's only ninety percent owned in most leagues, so it's only ninety percent. Only ninety percent. So that so like, I mean, he's a very consistent. Scores five to ten points a game. If you need a, if you just need a consistent guy, if your tight normal tight ends hurt, just pick him up. And then Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't really want to start this guy, but if you if if you're like quarterbacks get injured a lot, and sometimes they have bye weeks. So then, so I would bring him off the bench if your quarterback has a bye week or is hurt. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, Lamar Jackson's like as you all know, he's definitely a run oriented quarterback. He can run the ball like a running back. He's very talented in the run game. So if if you like rushing quarterbacks, he's probably your guy. It's not very highly owned. That concludes our fancy ads topic. See you in the next topic. Thank you for listening. Please favorite our podcast if you like it. Don't panic if you can't leave a voice message. It's quite hard to do outside of the Anchor app. Virtually impossible. So if if you really want to leave us a voice message, I'm honored. (laughs) Do it inside of the Anchor app or on anchor.com. Do it inside of the Anchor app. And thank you for listening. We'll see you guys on Wednesday.